Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the stream. So nice to have you here today. If you haven't seen one of my streams before, my name's Emily. I'm one of the tutors here and streamers for English. Um, I'm originally from Canada. I grew up on the West Coast, also lived in the UK for a while in London, and currently I am traveling. So normally I would be in my camper van traveling. Um, I'm going from Canada all the way to Argentina. Right now the camper van is at the mechanic, so I'm currently in a hotel. I'm here on the coast of Ecuador at the moment. So I'm in a little beach town. Um, it's not so warm here. It's around 25 during the day. But we have, yeah, nice, nice beach and just waiting for the van to hopefully leave the mechanic soon, maybe next week. Um, so currently streaming to you live from Ecuador. Awesome. Okay, so today we're going to talk all about romantic destinations. I thought this would be a fun one to um, research, um, just kind of reflect and think about, yeah, like what, what would be the most romantic destination for me? I wonder for you, what do you consider as romance? Um, so anyways, come say hi in the chat. Let me know where you're from, how you're doing today. And maybe you have a secret romantic destination to share with all of us that we should add to our list of places to visit. Um, so when you're thinking about a romantic destination, um, probably beautiful surroundings are pretty top of the list. So like in this picture here, we have, you know, a beautiful sunset. There's some candles. Looks like the couple's going to have a little romantic dinner on the beach there. Looks good. Um, Maybe we also sometimes think of luxury and opulence. Opulence is kind of over-the-top luxury, um, especially when you're talking about maybe a honeymoon or the vacation that a couple takes after a wedding. Um, and then I think depending on the type of people you are, either you're looking to relax, like you're looking to be on the beach for a week, or maybe you're the type of person who would go a bit crazy if you're just on the beach for a week and you want to be um, having some action, some adventure. So what kind of person are you? Um, cool. So in the chat so far, we have Rumi, Max, Carmen, Carol, Ralma, and Julia. Great to have you guys here. Welcome. All right. So to start, I'd like to hear about some of your experiences. What do you think is the most romantic place you have been and why? So what made it so romantic? Was it the hotel? Maybe you went to a hotel that had like a little private pool or a sauna um, or a, I don't know, amazing view. What was it that made it so great? Let's hear some ideas. So we have Brahm from Indonesia. So of course, Bali in Indonesia is a very popular romantic destination to go to. Um, Kos in Greece. Okay, and why do you say Kos? What, was, what made it so romantic? So try to think about some of the descriptor words. Is it something to do with yeah, the sights, the smells, <laughs> the tastes? Um, or maybe any place you go with your partner can be romantic if you try to make it be so. <laughs> but yes, I've been to Kos and it's very beautiful. Let's hear some other ideas. So today we'll talk about a few destinations. I'll also go through some kind of vocab 
for talking about romance. And yeah, I'd love to hear your ideas. So most romantic places you have been. Hmm. I'm going to talk a bit more about some other places, so I'm not going to say any of mine yet. Um, okay. So Abdedio says the restaurant at the sea makes it romantic. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people love. If you can be having dinner maybe at sunset overlooking the sea, um, lots of places in Greece where you're going to be able to do that, which is wonderful. So Rose says London because I think it's a magical place. Yeah, totally. I think especially right now. So it's December. Um, I lived in London for eight years around Christmas time. Um, there's like beautiful Christmas lights everywhere. There's a lot of ice rinks too, where you can go with your partner and usually they can have somewhere for you to have like a little drink and a meal and then you can go ice skate. And so that's a great romantic date in London. Um, I think anywhere where you can go and get a view in London is always really nice. Again, this time of year there, going to some of the pubs where maybe there's kind of a roaring fire and you're sitting down having a, a pub lunch, I think. Yeah, you might not think of pubs as romantic necessarily normally, but I think in London around, around this time of year, definitely can be. Um, sunset on the mountains of Cyprus, absolutely. So Cyprus, you're going to get some epic epic views and beautiful sunrises, sunsets. So anytime you're kind of together at those um, times of day, especially when there's a view of the water. Um, Paris, the city of love, absolutely. We'll talk about Paris. It's on, it's on my list. <laughs> um, Cappadocia in Turkey. So that's where you can take the hot air balloon um, over all of the beautiful landscape of Cappadocia. Portofino in Italy. Yeah, so the Amalfi Coast is definitely a high uh, contender for honeymoon destinations. Antigua and Guatemala, totally. Antigua is wonderful. I really liked it there. You can go doing hiking, go to nice restaurants. So it's a good mix too if you're not just looking for hanging out on a beach. Cool. So we got lots and lots of cool ideas for where um, you've been that's been really romantic. So let's go through a little bit of vocab, and then we'll d dive deeper into some of those locations. Goo goo eyes, maybe you've heard this. So goo goo eyes is when someone's kind of looking, you know, almost foolishly or in a silly way, um, being very sentimental, romantic with the way they're looking at each other. So maybe you see a couple and they're on a date and you just say, wow, they're really making goo-goo eyes at each other. They're just kind of looking at each other really lovingly. <laughs> like in the picture, we have um, Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants. So maybe not your exact character you would think of for this, but when I searched goo-goo eyes, he is who came up. And I thought that was exactly how it might look. So it's that kind of like, you know, really um, love-struck look in the eyes. You can say that someone has goo-goo eyes. Another one with eye is apple of one's eye. So this isn't just in the romantic sense. Um, it could also be other types of love. So the example here, someone who is cherished, very special, or loved the most. So he's the apple of her eye. Or in the case of the picture here, 
Lucas is the apple of his grandparents' eyes, meaning they love him more than anyone. He's kind of the favorite. So that's how you can use that expression. And one more here, puppy love. Um, maybe you have an equivalent in your language to talk about the love that people talk about for young people. So sometimes they might say, oh, you know, it's just puppy love, meaning they're inexperienced, they're just young, it won't last. You know, in the picture here, we have the like kind of teenagers giving the big stuffed animal. Um, and the parents might say, oh, it's just puppy love. They don't believe that it is real or that it will last. Um, which is not always true, of course. Sometimes people do meet when they're younger and stay together for many years. All right, so now onto some destinations. You've got some vocab. Which of these five would you choose for your honeymoon? Maybe you wouldn't choose any of them, and you can tell me in the chat what you would choose instead. But if you had these five options, and let's say no budget, <laughs> um, no budget at all, you can, or a very high budget, no limitations, I mean, what would you choose? And come in the chat and tell me why. Is it because of um, something you heard about it? Uh, is it because of an activity you would like to do there? What makes you choose that one? Is it because of the food? Is it because you want to go stay in a very certain hotel that you've heard of there? So actually, it's less about the country. It's more about that specific hotel that you want to go to. Um, or maybe that specific uh, tourist attraction you really want to go to. What is, what is the most important thing here when you're choosing? And if at any time you have questions about vocabulary or whatever... Um, also, feel free to put it in the chat. So, okay, so many people saying Paris, yeah, the city of love, the city of lights. It is, I think, a very popular destination um, for any kind of romantic getaway. And we will talk about that one first a little bit. So, yeah, city of lights, it's also called city of love. Here we have a couple in front of the Eiffel Tower. Um, which if you go in the evening, every hour on the hour, it lights up, which is really amazing. You can take a boat trip on the Seine and see kind of the lights all lit up. This is another place that during Christmas time is extra magical, I would say. Um, I lived in Paris for three months and I was there over Christmas. And I think actually as a tourist, I didn't appreciate it as much. I think when I spent more time there, I got to know it more. Um, there's idyllic shops, like the classic cobblestone streets and freshly baked everything in the air. But as I said, you know, my first impression of Paris wasn't actually that great. There's something called Paris syndrome. So I think people build up this idea that Paris is gonna be the most romantic, most epic place ever. And when they visit, um, maybe they see actually it's kind of dirty Maybe people aren't as friendly as they expected or whatever might have happened. So it's just not meeting their expectations. And this is called Paris syndrome. And it is a common um, kind of, I guess, severe form of culture shock that some people get when they build up this idea that Paris is going to be this perfect romantic place. 
when if you go um, as a tourist, I find you have to be really watching out for pickpockets. The metro really smells. Um, it's just not it's not the perfect romantic place that maybe people build it up to be based on movies. However, as I said, once you kind of get behind some of those initial tourist uh, tourist places and tourist uh, impressions, I think there's some wonderful, wonderful parts of the city. So Paris, France, one of the top destinations. All right. The next idea could be to go on a safari. So there's many places you could go, but South Africa, I think, is probably one of the more famous ones. There's the legendary Kruger National Park. So you might choose this for a, a honeymoon if you're looking for that sort of bucket list experience. Um, if you're not sure what I mean by bucket list experience, I did another stream on um, what could be on your bucket list. It basically means things that you want to do before you kick the bucket or before you die. So going on a safari for many people and trying to see the big five, so the big five animals, um, is something that they would like to do and go on game drive. So this could be for a honeymoon for someone who looks like, yeah, they want to do something kind of more adventurous, go see some wildlife, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to have luxury. I think some of the uh, hotels that are on the reserve can be quite luxurious. You can have, you know, a private tent with a little pool and everything. I went on safari in Tanzania and it was not as fancy. We stayed in tents, um, but it was still amazing. Um, so there's different ways to do safari, more honeymoon and fancy, or you can do a more budget version like I did um, several years ago. The next one is quite a classic for honeymoons. I think it's kind of that picture perfect. As you see in the picture here, you're getting those overwater bungalows like the little cabins that you see that are over the water. And sometimes they might even have part of the floor that's transparent or glass so that you can see the sea below and the fish going by. Um, and so the Maldives is in the Indian Ocean and it's 26 circular micro islands. So micro small islands. Um, and I think it's quite a classic honeymoon destination. This might not be for someone who gets a bit antsy being in one place. Um, however, I think there are going to be lots of activities you could do. Probably there's water sports, um, scuba diving, snorkeling, maybe some hikes on some of the larger islands. I'm not sure. But um, I think for me, I would probably, I don't know if I'd want to stay here for a whole week. I might choose to do a few days here and then a few days somewhere more adventurous. I would probably want a mix, a mix of things. Another similar one, however, there is more islands, um, is the Seychelles. So one website I saw said, you know, it's impossible to not be in love here. So maybe that's a good choice for your honeymoon. Um, in the Indian Ocean, you can do snorkeling, jungle tracks. So it's not just about staying in your beautiful resort, even though many people, that might be what they choose to do especially when you're paying, I think, over $1,000 a night for these kind of overwater bungalows. Probably you want to just spend all the time hanging out in that luxury resort. 
And then Bram said, I would actually suggest Lombok instead of Bali. So the island beside, yeah, it might be a little bit less touristy um, than Bali. But Bali kind of has it all. So if you're the type of person who's looking for, you know, romantic sunsets, beach walks, water sports, there's great surfing, um, diving, hiking and wildlife. It kind of has it all. So I think for someone who's looking for a varied um, honeymoon, not just being on an island, even though it is an island, but like a small tropical island, it has a lot of things going on. There's also kind of like beach bars, um, day spas, all sorts of things. So it might have a bit more action and activity for a couple. So what about you though? What would be your ideal romantic travel activity? So you already said which of the five destinations we talked about you would like to go to, um, but what would you choose? Maybe it's, you wanna do all of these things, but which one would you choose first? Um, would you choose a fancy restaurant with a view? So someone mentioned in Greece, having you know a restaurant with a sea view, maybe the sunset, going for a couple spa treatments, going wine tasting, um, an adventurous excursion, maybe that would be canyoning, caving, tubing, skydiving, or anything without your phone. So, you know, just being kind of present with the other person. And if you choose one of these, maybe tell me a little bit about why. Or for adventurous excursion, which most people are choosing now, tell me what would be your ideal adventurous excursion. I think for me, it would probably be scuba diving or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably scuba diving, I think, is always pretty amazing. Sharing that experience together, going and seeing a new part of the world. It's a whole other world under there, under the sea. Um, so what do you guys think? What other adventurous excursions come to mind when you, you think of that? Whitewater rafting, maybe. What are some other classics? Downhill mountain biking. Uh, trekking up a volcano. Wine tasting, always great. I'm not quite in wine country yet, but I'm still in still in Ecuador, but I'll be down in, in uh, Chile, hopefully within a few weeks. Um, I'm supposed to meet friends for Christmas around Santiago, so... I have about 5,000 kilometers to drive to get there to meet them because uh, we had our camper van breakdown. Not quite, but we need to replace a part before we can safely drive. So my schedule is getting pushed, pushed back, but I will soon be in wine tasting country. So if anyone's from Chile here or has been there, has some recommendations for vineyards, please let me know. Um, okay, adventurous excursions. Come on, guys. Anyone who said this, tell me what is your idea. Maybe you can give me some ideas. Um, let's keep going anyways. We'll do a little bit more vocab now for romance. So doesn't look that romantic in the picture here, but to shack up is a phrase used when you talk about um, couples who are starting to live together or maybe they're spending the night. Um, people might talk about getting shacked up and getting married. So it basically means like when you're starting to get together. 
Um, the word shack literally means like in the picture here, a kind of small unglamorous building and it's from 19th century American slang. So yeah, you might tell say, oh, they're shacking, they're shacking up now, meaning they're now living together when talking about a couple. Next one, main squeeze. So to squeeze something is like, here they have a lemon. <laughs> um, you, do, you can squeeze a lemon to get juice out. Um, it's also kind of when you give a hug, you squeeze means that you like hug, but then you pull in. Um, so it indicates gestures of friendship and affection, but it originally meant talking about one's boss or any person in charge in the 19th century. It no longer means that. It now means someone's primary partner in romance. So someone's primary uh, romantic interest, their main squeeze. So you might talk about so-and-so's main squeeze as just another way to say their partner. Another one for love, head over heels. So it's kind of weird because, I mean, in the picture here, we have heels over head, which makes a bit more sense because it's more um, turned around, I guess. And originally this was the phrase, it was heels over head, but somehow by some mistake, it changed to head over heels, which is actually our normal state, of course. My head is over my heels, which is the back part of your foot. But the phrase stuck, and this just means very much or deeply in love. So you might say, they are head over heels in love. Check out the pictures from their honeymoon. <laughs> Something like that. All right. So you're on your honeymoon or you're on a nice romantic vacation. What are some ways that you can make a hotel room more romantic? So it might, it's just a box, you know, presumably. It could, it could already have a nice bathtub or maybe it has a view but what are some things that you can do to make it more romantic what are some ideas you guys have let's see and then I'll share a list that I found so yeah let's say that you you had maybe an hour before your partner was going to come and you're like okay I'm going to make this a bit nicer, a bit more romantic. What are some things that you could do? So Diana has the idea, go get some red wine, totally. Yeah, red wine. Or if you're really celebrating, maybe get some champagne on ice. Rose petals on the bed and bathroom, totally. Yeah, it's something you see in movies a lot, but I think I think it I think it can make a nice, nice gesture. What are some other ideas to kind of spice up this hotel room? <laughs> Hmm. I'll give you guys another moment and then I'll go through my list of ideas a jacuzzi yeah totally so maybe you book a room specifically that has a jacuzzi tub I always love yeah tubs especially I've been traveling for a long time now so normally in the van we just have a shower so if staying at a hotel for whatever reason it's really nice if there is a jacuzzi someone else says wine candles everywhere yes as long as um you know it's not a fire hazard so maybe they're the type of candles you can put that are um like electric 
depending on where it is. Perfect. Lots of good ideas. So here are some ideas I found online. Some candles, like Raphael said. Some nice music, some scents. So, um, you know, could spray some nice perfumes or have a diffuser maybe is the one that you put like some essential oils in and it puts out some scents or uh, incense sticks. Um, putting on the hotel robes. So usually the hotel robes are nice and big, oversized and comfy. Just feels a bit more, more relaxed. Uh, ordering room service rather than going out to the restaurant. Just hang out in your hotel robes um, in the room, enjoying it, especially if it looks like that in the picture. Um, and eat there. Flower petals. People might say, yeah, it's kind of overdone. You see it a lot in movies, but I think it still makes a nice touch, especially like in the tub there, I think in the picture. Making sure you have a room with a view. Um, maybe you have that room service or you sit in the pool or the hot tub or tub overlooking the nice view and check the alarm. So sometimes in hotel rooms, they have um, alarm clocks that might have already been set by mistake. So just double check that you aren't going to have a rude awakening at four in the morning for some reason. <laughs> um, and maybe turn off the phones too. We talked about what would be your favorite activity. Turn off the phones as well. And ideally, you don't have to set an alarm at all. Okay, so this is just to kind of see maybe what's your, your style. Um, which of these quotes would you frame and put in your home? So what kind of, how do you think about traveling? Um, love is the food to life. Um, but I think I'm, I made a typo here, but love is the food to life and travel is dessert. Um, the purpose of life, after all, is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experience. What we find in a soulmate is not something wild to tame, but something wild to run with. Come with me where dreams are born and time is never planned, or something else. What do you think? So this is kind of talking about love and travel and how you might approach it. Which quote do you identify with? I think for me, <laughs> would probably either be the newer and richer experiences or um, finding something wild to run with. So I'm not such a wild person, but I do like, do like adventure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and many of you choosing the first one as well. Love is the food of life, travel is dessert. Perfect. And so those quotes are anonymous for the first one, um, Eleanor Roosevelt for the second one, Robert Brault for the third one, and the fourth one is Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> There's actually some very good quotes by Winnie the Pooh. All right, perfect. Let's keep going then. So let's say you're on your romantic getaway and you're like, oh, this is the perfect shot. So it's the picture of the two of you. And where are you? What do you think is that perfect picture? Is it in front of some turquoise blue water? Is that really tropical Caribbean kind of color of water? 
Are you in front of a brick wall with cool graffiti? So maybe somewhere like Berlin or London. Um, where else? Yeah, some, somewhere like that where there's kind of some cool graffiti and street art. Are you in front of a vineyard? You're down in Patagonia or just above Patagonia, maybe in Mendoza um, with a glass of wine and the vineyard behind you. Are you in front of snow-capped mountains? So you're up at Whistler, maybe in Canada. Maybe you got your snowboard with you. Um, what do you think would be like the perfect kind of couple shot that shows how you are as a couple or if you don't have a partner, you know, your ideal partner? Or would you not post any? Are you not someone who likes to post on social media? So um, maybe there would be a perfect shot for you to look at later as memories, but in terms of posting on social media, you would not. I think I agree with most of you too. I think in front of the turquoise water is always just, it's just amazing. It feels really tropical, different. Um, I guess often you always kind of yearn to go to places that are different than what you maybe have experienced a lot. And since there is a small part of the world, of the world where you can go find those turquoise waters, um, it feels kind of exotic, I guess. All right. And so now we're not talking about honeymoons anymore. We're just talking about getting away for a romantic trip with your partner or if you had one. Um, what would you like to do? Would you like to go on a weekend break? So um, when I was living in London, for example, it was super easy to go and get a cheap flight, basically anywhere in Europe for around $50 or less. Sometimes you can get really cheap flights. Um, would you want to go on a package holiday so you can kind of just turn off, you go, everything's taken care of. Um, so that might be more like an all-inclusive resort. Do you want to go on a group tour? So they will take you around. So again, it's planned for you. You can turn off, but you're going to see different things. Would it be a van or RV road trip? So that's like what I'm doing right now. I'm not currently in the van, but um, I will be hopefully again from next week. Um, so right now, traveling. Yeah, right now in Ecuador, keep going south. And it, the whole trip will be about a year and a half in total. So it's a very long road trip doesn't have to be that long, <laughs> um, or event travel. And what I mean by that is like maybe going to Burning Man or going to Carnival in Brazil. So like you would rather choose to go travel somewhere to um, go for a specific event. Um, what else could that be? Maybe going to like Iceland to see the Northern Lights. So that would be sort of like you have a specific event or thing in mind that the whole trip is based on. What would you choose? I loved doing weekend breaks when I was in in London, um, and I've I haven't done many package tours um, before, but a couple of times I've stayed at like an all inclusive for maybe a weekend or a few days. Um, but I always feel the pressure then to like eat and drink a lot to make the most of what you've paid. Um, so I think I kind of prefer just staying in a normal a normal hotel or B&B, &B. Um, but it can be nice. Often those places you just have, you know, all your drinks and everything included. And Layla, yeah, don't have a boyfriend, but I wish he was here. Yeah, it's good to just think about, I mean, the type of person that you might want to be with. And 
I think traveling together is a really good test for the relationship because if you're able to travel with each other, often there's stressful things that come up. And so you can see how you both kind of deal with the stressful situation. I think that can be helpful. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. And on that point, I guess. Um, so is it important for you and your partner to have the same travel style? So hopefully before the wedding, if you have a wedding, um, you have a chance to travel together and see kind of what your vibe is. Um, what do you think? Is it important? Um, yes, because it's more fun to do everything together. Um, yes, at least most of the time. So maybe sometimes like you can go off and do different things for half a day or a day. No, we can travel with friends instead. So maybe like you love to go uh, snowboarding or skiing every holiday and they want to go to the beach. And so that could be very challenging if you both want to do really different activities. So instead you say, okay, we'll just do friends holidays and then we'll do other things together. Or no, we can take turns doing what the other wants. So for example, um, usually with my partner, we're pretty aligned on what we want to do, but maybe we say, okay, today is like, we'll just do exactly what you want to do. And then tomorrow we'll do exactly what you want to do. And so you can kind of take turns or are you not really sure? So it hasn't come up. Um, what do you think? <laughs> so Raphael says, yeah, you can discover everything together totally. So sometimes everything might be new together. So it's not necessarily about, um, yeah. Maybe it's more about trying new things rather than doing what the other person likes all the time. Cool. Okay. But everyone's saying yes. So it is important, at least in some way. All right. So let's look at five more kind of romantic destinations I came up with from different lists. Um, I'm sure you've heard of these before. Maybe you've been to some of them or friends have. And... Uh, Let's see what you think. Which one would you choose? Santorini, very famous destination for romance. Someone else already mentioned Greece. I think any of the Greek islands are amazing. You get the best views, sunsets, epic hotels. Uh, you can go sailing or beach hopping. Just take ferries between the islands too. And some of these hotels even have private infinity pools overlooking uh, the Mediterranean. So pretty epic. Um, big romance destination. Marrakesh in Morocco. So maybe you're looking for somewhere with a bit more buzz. So there's the old city um, where you can go get a traditional hammam. So that's like the steam and massage. And there's a very high level of service you can get. Um, and it's a great winter sun escape. So for people who live in Europe, um, it's easy and quick and cheap to get a flight down to Marrakesh to have a little escape. If you live in North America instead, maybe Tulum is one of your choices. So I think it's become, I haven't actually been to Tulum, um, but I've heard it might be becoming like a bit too much. <laughs> it's become so popular and it has this bohemian chic luxury, but it's like it becoming insanely expensive and it's not really as authentically Mexican as other places might be. 
Um, but it's it does have some amazing, amazing hotels from what I've seen, you know, powder, white sand beaches, ancient temples. You can go on these kind of spiritual jungle journeys, maybe with trying to plant medicines, things like this. So it's it's got a lot to offer, I think. Um, it just might have been, I think it's probably been taken over a little bit by the, uh, I don't know, <laughs> by some by some people who are coming down and changing it. But it, if, if you're looking for somewhere that's quite cool with like boutique hotels, like the one in the picture here, then good destination. I love Mexican food. I love Mexico. Haven't been to Tulum, so I can't exactly say, but that's what I've heard. Let me know in the chat if you've heard the same or if you've been there and you loved it. The next one, this was an idea talking about visiting multiple places in a country. So if you go to India, they have a luxury train service called the Maharajas Express. So the Maharajas were like the kings um, of India, the emperors of the different regions way back. And there's many palaces around um, India that you can go visit. So they have this, this rail journey. I think it was like a week long. And you'll go and visit different palaces and monuments along the way, including the Taj Mahal, um, which is a mausoleum, actually. So it's like a final resting place of one of these emperor's um, wives and himself. But that's why it was built. Um, I love that idea. I love train travel. I think it's certainly a very romantic way to see the world, um, to experience the world. I think it's very, very expensive to do these luxury train journeys. Um, so maybe I would do more of a budget train journey, but something maybe in the future to consider. And the last one, Kyoto. So if you're looking more for like city romance, Japan, um, the city of Kyoto is very serene. It's not like the hustle and bustle of Tokyo. You can do a nice romantic boat ride along the river. There's all these beautiful misty wooded hills around. Maybe you're going to soak in a nice tub. So city romance, but a bit more serene. So these were five more that I found as ideas for romantic destinations. Which one would you choose to go to? Would it be Santorini, Marrakesh, Tulum, India, or Kyoto? I think I would love to do the train journey. Um, specifically, I've been to India. Um, I took a couple of trains there, but they were not luxury trains. Um, I think also Marrakesh, I'd love to go. I'd love to go to all, all, all of them would be good, I think. But many people choosing Santorini, that kind of, yeah, it's that picture perfect destination. Um, yeah, I think if I could afford to stay at one of those ones at the private pool overlooking um, overlooking the ocean, it'd be pretty epic. Definitely. Yeah, all sorts of epic places to go in the world, that's for sure. <laughs> all right. Cool. All right, so today we went through some cool destinations. We talked about 10 in particular. You guys shared some of your own destinations with me. Um, we learned some vocab to talk about, talk about love and romance. Um, and I think that's it for today. So 
As always, if you have ideas for other streams that you're interested in, please let us know in this chat or another stream. Um, perfect. So enjoy the rest of your day, wherever you are, your weekend. I will have some more streams coming up the next couple of days if you would like to join. Otherwise, that's it. So take care. Bye.